With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, this is Evan Jensen, and this is the Hot Zone Conspiracy Theories show that we do periodically in studio with us is our host, publicist and friend, Darlene Watts. We also have a very talented young lady by the name of Angel Martin with us. She's also a co-host and part, very much a big part of Beyond the Edge of Reality. Uh, welcome oh, to the Hot So today is going to be an interesting show. It's pretty much an open roundtable for people to view their ideas and beliefs and so on. We're going to be talking about a little bit about atheists and their beliefs, the New World Order, and definitely some conspiracy. Um, With that said, let's get uh, Darlene Watts in in studio live with us. Welcome to the show, Darlene. Hey. Hey. Cold day here. I know it's warm there, but it's cold here. Yeah, well, I was telling people, you know, that, you know, I'm I'm just really sad and sickened and appalled by the warm weather we're having here, you know, in the mid-60s, like that, Mm -hmm. sunny, and, you know, I have to feel guilty. (laughs) I feel almost guilty, yeah, you know, we're getting ready for camping, (laughs) and (laughs) other people are, you know, uh, avoiding the cold and having problems with the heaters, and you know, I do feel for them. Um, but uh, that's one good thing about Oregon. It never really gets that cold here. And, um, it, you know, so that's why I've stayed here for a long, well, my whole life I've been here in Oregon. So it is what it is. But tonight's going to be a good show here as we talk about a lot of conspiracy stuff. You know, a lot of people have been asking questions about the Anunnaki and, and, uh, uh, you know, different conspiracies, and uh, I've heard many. You know, I, I've listened to people like Jesse Ventura, that, you know, um, that has the show off the grid, and he's constantly relaying messages about conspiracies, and he's done a lot of good out there for to bring some of these conspiracies forward and bring them to the attention of, of the public out there. So um, I kind of like some, I don't agree with some of the stuff he posts, obviously, but there are some pretty good stuff. That he, you know, that he does put out there, and, and uh, so. With that said, what shall we talk about first, people? Uh, I don't know. What, what do you want to talk about first? I think we should just write. Get, let's just get right into the atheism part of all of this, because they play a major <laughs> role in what's going on out there in the world today. And I do believe they're a very big part of the new world order. Um, you know, and, and I know your caption up there that you put up there. I'm going to read it. It says. Destroying the First Amendment and taking away freedom of religion. New for the first time in pilot on Talkshoe and fourth in the series. Atheism and Illuminati. Is there a connection? And is the New World Order real? A new form of religion that means to destroy yours in order to control the masses. With that said, I'll let you comment, uh, be the first, darling, to comment about that. You put it out there, you kind of have a belief and kind of know how it's 
you know, how this all ties in together. So, uh, like I said, yeah. I'll let's start uh, off on that. Well, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people know throughout history that uh, religion at times has been used to control people. You know, you kind of get them to believe and you can manipulate them. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Um, and, you know, I can understand people having their uh, arguments against certain religions. I mean, you know, some of the holy wars and stuff. I can understand that. At the same time, this, this country was founded on the freedom of religion for a reason. And um, to unsurp that um, by pushing um, basically unreligion or not be able to um, freely um, practice your religions, um, it's really, to me, it's taken a, a, away the First Amendment. It's taken the first right away. And that, to me, is a start. That is a start of the control and that uh, kind of idea with the New World Order, as far as I can see. And, um, Absolutely. Yeah, we, and, you know, I have to say one thing here. Um, I've seen as a paranormal research group and our websites and our friends and pages how the atheists out there have attacked critically attack these paranormal websites. I, I mean, I've seen a yeah. lot. Constantly, going, to the point uh, of you wonder why. If they, if they think it's so stupid, why are they even paying attention? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, because here's the thing with the atheist belief. They don't believe in God, but they don't believe in the devil. If somebody is out there to get their information out there so strongly and they're posting about Jesus or or about paranormal research, which is paranormal phenomena in itself. Right. It, it basically, it, it, they, you know, this group at least, um, I'm not saying all atheists are like this, I and mean, we're not speaking of all atheists or, you know, people are free to believe what they want. There's a group out there that are basically pushing their unbelief on everybody else, and that includes uh, um, not believing in any type of supernatural uh, phenomena, which is ridiculous, really, because you can't really uh, perceive everything with our six senses. You know, we just don't have that ability to see all the colors and hear all the sounds. So to say that something is supernatural and unexplained, therefore it doesn't exist, it's kind of dumb. It is. <laughs> I like how they try to use the old scientific approach. They yeah, they, to... they falter on that. <laughs> Oh, we're talking badly from what, and I'm not talking again. We're not generalizing. We're saying we're saying that we've seen, and what we've seen from the so-called atheists and so on. Um, and again, this is not a show to attack their belief. You know, it is a belief, and they have a right to believe in something. Obviously, everybody does. Um, however, it just seems like they don't believe in anything. They only, from the people that have attacked us and our friends. I notice the only thing they believe is what they post out there, whatever that might be, and they even contradict themselves. Now, that is the kicker right there that gets me the, the, the most, seeing how they post, and then the next day they post yeah. the opposite. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I've seen. Like, um, For instance, one of the comments that um, the, the head of this atheist church, which is, he's not, he he's, says he's a Satanist. It's a Satanist church, but he's actually an atheist. So right there is a falsehood. But one of the comments he made was that he was fighting for the rights of everybody's religion. And then on another post earlier, um, within a few days, um, he had actually said that um, he was 
doing something that was so outrageous to make them rethink their laws of allowing um, any type of Christian um, practices to be shown. So if you really think you're open to all beliefs, then why would you try to stop one? Absolutely. And why are you trying to be, you know, it'd be one thing if they said, okay, this is what we believe. Uh You know, you want to put something up there that says, I don't believe in everything and, you know, what's used the scientific way. Okay, but making up stuff, um, what they (laughs) did was they made up a satanic, um, you know, the, the, the figure with the goat head. And they purposely put two children next to it so that people would be appalled. You know, there was a suggestion in that for the pedophilia. So they basically did it on purpose to shock. And it's the wrong thing to do. (laughs) You know, they're doing it to shock, for people to be, oh, no, they can't have the Ten Commandments, you know, downtown Oklahoma. Um, they can't do that because this. If you put this here, you'd be shocked. You know, pick a real religion and do that. Don't make something up and say, "Okay, let's prove this point." You yeah, know I mean, well, part of their problem and their fight is that you know they don't believe in much of anything. No, uh, and so no, if you don't, don't. Believe anything, how can you endorse something you don't believe in? It makes no sense I don't to me. Know. It's just like how can they be high priests of Satan when they don't believe in Satan? How do you call yourself a priest at all? You don't believe in it's, God. It's, you cannot believe it's in play Satan. acting. Yeah. Yeah. It's being something you're not. Um, and yes. I think a lot, and here's my point. I do believe that, well, in the paranormal part of this aspect of what I've seen up in the last couple of years, I think these people are not even atheists, truly. They're just somebody that's trying to say, hey, I'm an atheist. So, so that way they can poke on, you know, either the Holy Trinity or paranormal research groups or paranormal phenomenon or God, whatever. Yeah, well, here, here's my belief, and this is just my belief. I would say that these guys don't have a belief, that they're really just shock jocks out there, you know, just basically messing with people. Yeah. And I think there's, here's the thing, I think there's somebody behind them, somebody paid for the statue to be designed. There's money behind that somewhere. So exactly where it's coming from and why, that's that's a suspicious thing right there. Yeah, you know, that, that would lead me to think there's more to it than just the atheism and the, that stance. And certainly, um, why would you even be attacking and be so adamant about um, attacking religious rights of other people anyway. I don't know. I don't know how... It just seems these type of people can be incredibly shallow. Um, you know, it's really frustrating, you know, to to be able to go out there and enjoy somebody else's page and you got some guy that is advertising all over the place, hey, I'm an atheist, I don't like this guy just because I don't believe this. They're just shallow-minded individuals. Yeah. Yeah. As a, it seems like as an entirety. Now, I had a friend here in Portland, um, you know, and I'm not going to go into names. We don't need to do that. But, you know, he's running a paranormal research group, but yet he's an atheist. Well, how does that work? Why would you do paranormal research if you're an atheist? How does that work out? Well, see, some some people will call themselves an atheist, but they actually do have a, a belief in something more, and it might be different than what you you understand. So that, you know, you can still believe in afterlife or 
the continuance of the soul or some sort of energy um, and be, you know, call yourself an atheist. So I, I don't like to judge that way. That's, that's individual. Um, what we're talking about is people pressing their, their anti-beliefs on everybody else and acting as though they're stupid. Now, the, the person that you're talking about didn't actually insult me at all for my beliefs. So, yeah. you know, um, when somebody does, and I've had that, believe me, I've had that, where people act like I'm an idiot. And, you know, the, the certain person from uh, Worst Paranormal is a perfect example of uh, thinking everybody else is stupid because they believe in something more or they experience paranormal phenomenon or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, that type of behavior to me is just outrageous of why people... Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wonder what Angel's take on on what we're saying is. Angel, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. I just believe, or not believe. I think that the only reason why people come forth to say they're atheists and then go and and contradict themselves is to get their name out there and to draw attention to themselves. I believe that they believe that they can do something with that. I know. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree, Angel. I think uh, Darlene was right about that as well. I call that the shock factor. They use that well. Yes, but do. It doesn't really, you know, it has a time limit to it. Um, they will get a lot of attention, and it's negative attention, and they'll get out there until people get tired of the negativity, and they basically just stop listening to them. So, you know, it it's not going to last more than a few years, and this guy's already getting to that point. So, yeah, you know, I mean, you just can't ride that train too long, you know, no. before people figure out what it is. And she, you know, oh. Angel's exactly right. I, I say, I believe that she's spot on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what this new world order is going to bring, but I can tell you there will be a lot of changes, and I've said this many, many times. <laughs> throughout the years on other shows as well. I mean, you know, people are always talk about the signs of the times, and of course that's biblical, but what they're not really sharing too much is is how we're being affected out there, you know, from federal and state governments, uh, so many laws being passed around the United States from state to state. Our rights are being taken away. Our police force is acting more on their own sole discretion, you know, without really having anybody that can oversee what they're doing. They have other police agencies, you know. Well, then you you probably do. They probably are working under certain uh, governmental agencies or, you know, people that, you know, it's kind of like the guy that was feeding people and got arrested. (laughs) Yeah. He was was feeding the homeless. (laughs) At what point? (laughs) Yeah, you know that 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 like that that just seems like a conspiracy waiting to happen. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah. here you got people that are poor, they're desolate, they have nothing, they have no food, they barely have any clothes on their back, they're sleeping outdoors. Okay, and then you have police agencies that are harassing them, har- uh, arresting them, and now they're arresting people that feed these people. So what they're telling the American public, yeah, what they're telling the American public out there is, hey, you feed these guys, we're going to put you in jail. You know what their excuse was? That the food might be poisoned. I thought, okay, 
apparently starving's okay. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just... Uh, or taking all their belongings. I was downtown two months ago, and uh-huh. I saw a big, it was like a dump truck, like a gravel truck, actually, from the city of Portland, white. If I had my camera, I would have camcorded the whole doggone thing. They had, they had over 30-some people lined up against this fence, and they were throwing all these people's stuff into that dump truck while the other people were lined up on the fence in the middle of the morning in wintertime. It was cold two months ago, you know, down in the low teens. So they just and, took their uh, things and threw them all the way. Yes, they did. And then, and then after they searched everybody, right, because I, I, I sat there. I watched the entire thing. After they had searched everybody and said what they were going to say to them, then they all left, but they left the people just standing there with nothing. Oh. Wow. And, wow. Uh, that was probably the, all their belongings that they lost, even if it was nothing to to them and looked like junk. It could have been something very precious to them. Yeah. They, lost you know, they have stuff that may seem like junk, but it's not. They'll have eating utensils. Uh, they'll have blanket pads. Uh, they'll have things that they need to survive, you know, cups, whatever, spoons, forks. They have this stuff. Some of them make little burners out of uh, wax candles and things like that where they can heat, you know, like coffee or, or tea or whatever. Stuff that they, is is absolutely uh, important for them to even exist on the streets. And they just threw all that stuff in, the, in their truck and away they went. And they had police on horses there. Uh, you talk about a really dis- despicable uh, event, and this is going on daily down there. Every time I drive downtown now, I will see somebody being harassed by a police officer down there. And I say harassed because what else can it be? I mean, what, they're just going to randomly walk up to you and search you? So apparently, if it's not harassment by the police here, then it's normal procedure well, I'd like to know who implemented those procedures. It wasn't the people. Because the people are being fined and arrested for feeding these uh, hungry people. So, therefore, who's who's governing the police here? And this is happening in other states as well. You know, so who who's controlling them? Who's manipulating them to do what they're doing? Who's telling them to do this? That's my question. That is sad. Yeah. I wonder if anyone saw it and tried to help these people. I would hope. Well, yeah. that. Yes, there has been people. There's been. There's a guy here in Portland that was arrested too. Um, and and I know one other case for sure. That old man was in his 80s. I think he was arrested more than four times. Darling, do you remember uh, that old man? There was an old elderly man that kept getting arrested. You know. Uh, in the mid '80s or, or even older, and he kept arresting him for feeding the homeless. And he said, yep. "I will not yep. stop feeding the homeless till I have yes. every dying breath in my body." He told the American public this on media. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. So there are people that are not going to, you know, withstand that sort of law. Um, and again, these types of laws that are being passed. Again, you have to question who did them, what's behind it, uh, how 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 it's uh, motivated, you know. And it's disturbing, yeah. alarming to see this. 
This is totalitarian control. This is control that we cannot even begin to understand the beginning of and what its implications are as to what we're going to experience here in the United States alone, not including other countries that we're seeing it as well. Yeah. It's a scary thing. It is a scary thing, and people need to watch out and be careful and be alert. And You know, I keep telling people, you know, I'm stocking up for this, I'm setting <laughs> up for this, and, and people are like, well, what are mm-hmm. you, nuts? Are you crazy? No, I'm well, not. you know, it's funny that you say that. I, I, I don't know if you've ever known a Mormon, but the, the, one of the tenets of being a Mormon is having uh, two years of uh, food ahead in case of emergencies like that. Yeah. I used to be one. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good right. idea. It's a good idea to be prepared. You know, you always need supplies. You, can, you should never run low. I mean, the government, if it collapses monetarily will be the very first thing to go. When your money goes, mm-hmm. how are you going to buy anything? How will you go out and buy exactly. it? How true. will you get supplies? You know, and, and as you see, our American dollar here in the United States is breaking down bit by bit by bit. Even in other countries, it's becoming less and less worth what the American dollar used to be. Um, I yeah. can take a look at it, you know, back 20-some years ago. And our American dollar was doing just fine. Um, you take a look at it now, and you see the complete and total breakdown, you know, and, and you wonder why. And, you know, if you start looking at who's in power, who our politicians are, what they're doing, how they're running our government, they're starting to collapse themselves. Yeah. Take a look at the former governor, Kitzhaber, here. He just recently resigned from office. He'd been in office over 40 years as a service to the state of Oregon. And then all of a sudden, he's now been pressured to resign. you got (laughs) to wonder, who made him resign? And why is that? Because he lied, wasn't it? He got into trouble? He he did. He... he, uh, Uh. Suspected of of covering up some stuff, and and it was pretty big, and been hounded ever since his reelection. But you got to wonder who who are the money sources behind asking him to resign? And we know that he had some very powerful people here in Oregon telling him, not asking him, they were telling him, "You have to resign and now." What kind of power would make you do that? I know if I was asked to resign from doing radio, I'd tell people, well, you, you know what I'd tell them. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when you're when you're in that kind of public seat there and you're doing something wrong, then maybe that's a good thing to have kind of told them he, he has to leave. Well, it is. You just got to wonder who did it and what, what part of the government oh. was responsible. And, again, as I've been seeing you know, and observing what's going on with him in, in the state of Oregon, it's mainly the state, the State Department itself, his staff, you know, all that. And, uh, I mean, I think personally it was a major conspiracy backed by his own cabinet to to really oust him out of uh, election. Yes, he did some things, or more or less his fiance did some things that were very questionable and <clears throat> plagiarism and things like that, maybe some false yeah. reporting, that sort of thing. Um, but then again, uh, the media played a major role in this, and, and you got to wonder yourself also, who runs the media now? 
it sure isn't the people, the people that read the papers or the people of your community. So who runs the media itself? Well, here's the thing, um, and then I, I I don't know how true it is, but um, it's something we have to check into. But I did see a a, a friend posted that uh, a lot of these media um, outlets, you know, like NBC and CBS and all of them, they're all owned by just very few companies. Mm-hmm. So while there seems to be lots of choices, there isn't. So in order to control that, um, you know, it's a lot easier for fewer people to control that. And that's where the problem is, and you don't have a democracy. What you have is a few people that are rich and be able to control all the information that is fed to the public, which is <laughs> not so good. Uh, it just seems to me that, you know, money speaks, and if you have a lot of money, oh, sure. you have power, and if you have power, then you control whoever you want to control. You've seen celebrities out there that are just filthy, stinking rich, which is great, you know, but they get out of any kind of trouble. Look at that, uh, <laughs> you know, some of these celebrities, uh, like the Hiltons and so on, They, you know, they just get out of one problem after another after, mo- after another because they... In a sense, run, they run around, you know, the judicial system and make a mockery of it, right down from the judges to, to the people that are, you know, involved. And it, right. It just seems like a major, you know, conspiracy. Everything's for the rich and, and the poor get left behind. Um, and, I mean, gosh, you know, and, and what about... The big, and it's a conspiracy. People say, well, why are you talking about that on your conspiracy show? Because this is no conspiracy. And the, what I'm telling them, what I'm talking about is, you know, your religion in schools uh, and so forth. You know, religion, you know, uh, when you're sworn in under oath, you used to say, you know, so help me God. I swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Now they leave out God. And why was that? It's because some atheists, organization or a great many of them lobbied and fought to get God taken out of your schools, God taken out of your uh, courtrooms and so on. And I have a real major problem with that. This country was founded on the sole beliefs of God. Your money is in God we trust. I mean, our four founding fathers that made this nation if they saw what was going on today this way, they would roll over in their graves. So, you know, so help you, God. Yeah, I say God. It's a wonderful thing with free speech yeah. radio. But that doesn't necessarily mean Christian. You know, and it's it's the idea of a higher power, and that could be anything. Um, it really was based on the freedom to be able to practice what you want to believe in. Exactly. And, and why are you know, it, you know, taking out the in God we trust. Um, what are what are they really fighting? You know, I know they try to say it's all Christianity, but is it? You know, I, I have a hard time believing that with the symbols that's on our money. <laughs> it was uh, the only the Christian God since it has you know pyramids on it and eyes and <laughs> you know I think obviously there's some uh, some different beliefs and maybe even some uh, Masons or the what are the you know, symbols are there on that dollar bill? But there's a lot. Well, we know we know that 
Bananuki has got a big story in all this. I mean, take a look at the Boulder, Colorado airport. They have underground bunkers that are about 15 miles long underneath the airport itself. That really? I didn't know that. S-N-D. Jesse Ventura himself did an episode on that and spoke wow. exactly. He interviewed a guy that had been a contractor inside and and let loose with everything about it. There's only a few selected, like 300 or so, that will be allowed if something happens or whatever to even be down there. We don't know who these selected few are. But we also know that Boulder, Colorado Airport, they have murals and paintings. And there's actually a legend that you have to follow. And they've stated, basically, that if you can solve what they're saying, then you're one of, one of the ones that will get to be down there. Um, and I find that disturbing. Now, who runs the Boulder, Colorado Airport? <laughs> Would that not be the city, uh, state of, of uh, Colorado itself? I don't know. Who privately the, owned? What is, what is Excuse me. Uh, who runs our national airports out there? I mean, in each state, so on. You know, they're a city <laughs> airport, right? Port of Portland, well, Port St. Louis, that sort of thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I don't make assumptions like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, you know, this is, Maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guilty. I'll make assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem with that. But, uh, wow. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, so many. Now, there are some fun conspiracy theory stuff that I hear like lizard people running the country and I'm like, you know, we need to get the heck out of here with all that crap. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I haven't seen any lizard people out there, have you? You have not seen the YouTube video. Okay, it's a stretch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I actually made a video last summer. I think it seemed like 13,000 hits. Um, where I put in this thing. It's just the program. Um, mm-hmm. And it looked just like people were changing from the lizard skins or whatever, you know. It, it's just right. a program. It means nothing. Um, well, I'm not buying that. I mean, there's just some crazy conspiracy stuff out there, you know. And um, There is another conspiracy I wanted to talk about. It's the federal government cover-ups and I call them cover-ups because there's been many throughout the history in the decades. Um, and, uh, oh, boy, uh, let me get back to that for a minute. But, you know, what I was talking about, I was talking about uh, the new governor in Kitzhaber, and already media is social breaking right now at this moment live, uh, the new governor's baggage. And I said three days ago, to the date, almost to the hour, in fact, it was on the other show, I believe, that there was more to follow. Um, right. And now it's already breaking, and she has not officially stepped in yet. She has, but she has not went on record yet. You know, it's supposed to happen today, this afternoon. Maybe it is right now, but they're now talking about her baggage. Um, <laughs> uh, I do believe that she is a uh, non-Christian, and she's a um, bisexual woman, and yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we go from you know uh, 
Yeah, we go from we go from one governor to another one that may not be much better. Gosh, will it ever get better for anybody? That's my question. It's not sounding that well, way. Not sounding great. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, what was that? Shana Slot. I'm getting old. <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Shana Slot. What were we talking about, Angel? Before I interrupted about the governor again. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm old too. I'm pleading the fifth. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a minute. Well, at least we have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know. Um, let's talk about the the ability to be able to say what you want on uh, any media. You know, um, I have a friend mm-hmm. that was telling me that's kind of into the conspiracy theories that the more and more of the Rights are being taken away to say what you want and have that freedom of speech. And you know, I think online is a perfect example of that, even on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely you know, agree. I know uh, three years ago you could go out there and say whatever the hell you wanted to in the media. You could say whatever you wanted to on your page. Now you're reserved and you can only say certain things. You know, one thing I don't understand is right now is Facebook itself. Uh, you wonder who. You wonder <laughs> it seems who slighted that sometimes. <laughs> And you wonder who's really controlling Facebook. We know mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg is the founder, but who really controls them? Is it the federal government? Well, the he sold it, you know, so he only has interest in it to a certain degree now. So. Yeah. Um, and being the, all the ads, well, let's face it, I don't know how aware people are, but Facebook reads everything you type in. So if you go on searches on, say I go to Walmart, and I want to look up, I don't know, I, I want to look up hair dye or makeup. When you, Next time you go on Facebook, look, when you go do shopping anywhere, look on the right side and see what's there. And you'll see that they've actually tailed you, and now those ads have to do with what you just looked for at, at, at a shop. Yeah. You know? That. Sometimes and I have to say, most of the time they're off anyways. <laughs> but. Sometimes for kicks and giggles, I just block Facebook. You should see the response. <laughs> well, it's kind mm-hmm. of intimidating when you know they're reading everything. If I write an email, for instance, and you know certain keywords come up, and the next thing you know, it's on their thing. It's kind of like, what the heck? You know, but that's that's the price for using Facebook. They're they are kind of they're you know, looking at everything you do. A couple of times on myself, I, I've, you know, because they ask you, well, what's on your mind? I'll say, uh, how about shut the hell up? And I'll just type that in and hit enter. <laughs> and then hey. later on, it'll, it'll bring up websites or whatever. It usually brings yeah, up. Yeah, you know, you could have uh, X-rated stuff on the side of your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you want to get your message sent to link to other people. You can put in a keyword like paranormal. I'd do that. And all of a sudden, everybody's my big brother on the right side. I'm like, who are these people? But at least I, you know, I can go to their website quickly because you got Facebook to bring up these people's websites. So you can play Facebook, and you can use Facebook that way too. You don't have to let them monopolize you. You can actually kind of make them still make them be able to do a little bit more of what you want them to. Um, I like how they threaten people. You know, it's kind of like, if you don't promo your stuff and pay us for that, we're going to block you. How many times have I seen this in the past year now? Many. Yeah. 
Evan, you are so sneaky. <laughs> you know, what, what happened? What happened? He really is. <laughs> Uh, I just, what, I just, what happens? What happens out there when um, when when you post stuff? I mean, okay. I've been posting for the last day and a half, and, and uh, so in my recommended area, was is recommended for you. It's just gone yeah. off the chart. Um, <laughs> you, know, you talk about conspiracies and spying. I think Facebook is a big attribute too. Exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's to stop the government from using it or having a hand in that? There isn't. Well, no, not at all. There's nothing stopping the government. My question is, who regulates the government? It's an entity all by itself. Why is there no regulations on that, on on government agencies and so on? The government watches their own. How does that work out? Well, come on. There's whole buildings and agencies that are, you know, basically uh, under the radar. They're like, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, they're secret. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, basically um, there was a, a, somebody put out a map one time on Facebook. Of course, it didn't last very long. It was probably only up for two days. But luckily I got to see it, right? And one of the places was here in, you know, the area I live, and I'll be darned, there was actually a building there. It was kind of suspicious. It's not there now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you kind of wonder. Well, gee, that's curious. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, it kind of leaves you to, you know, some credibility to some of these things that go out there, and I'm sure that's true of a lot of things. All I know is that, you know, people are watching. We are being watched, people. And people need to realize. Well, especially if you're doing conspiracy theories. <laughs> ah, well, that's that to them. Uh, you know, I'm not afraid of the state or federal government or anybody else. You know, if they want to come lock me up and give me a nice hot bed and meals every day. And free health care, that's a, that's a hotel, is it not? Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. But now if we're talking about FEMA camps, I probably wouldn't be too interested in going to any of them. <laughs> and they yeah. all know the government <laughs> or something for that. Were they setting up camps somewhere, though? Yeah, they're having videos, recorded videos of FEMA camps around the country. And uh, mm-hmm. ask yourself, are those for the poor people? What kind of people are they going to put in those camps? They're not going to put the rich in there because the rich are the power, right? So yeah. you got to ask yeah. yourself, are they the sick, the elderly, and the poor? That's who they are. And there will be one dominant society. They'll all be wealthy individuals, and there will be a selected amount of people in every state, in every city, in every town. The rest of the people will either be put FEMA camps or they'll be marked somehow either with uh, tattoos, I do believe they won't be that kind of market. I do believe they will be some kind of a microchip. In fact, mm. down the road, I feel that people will be microchipped and they won't be paying with currency. They'll have a life expectancy on their chip, and their life expectancy will be given to them by how much money they have. That's another way that the poor are not going to survive. And well, that's a scary thought. Well, think about it. 
it's a predominantly way to have a one world nation, isn't it? One one type of uh, class out there of people, and it's, it's a it's a it's a population control as well. Well, you know, this here's the thing. Here's the reality that I can see. It, it, this is just my view. If you get rid of all the poor people, you know, yes, they don't have a lot of money, but you know what? They still buy things. If you get rid of all them, then you basically are cutting off a lot of the money that these people are getting. And so what will happen is uh, the people that are like the medium income will become the poor. They're the new poor. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's just going to be a cycle. Yeah. You know, um, basically they're they're cutting off their own arms. Doing well, I also heard that in a, just maybe two to three years that if you go and sign up for public assistance, they're going to put a chip inside of your hand. And also heard that if you have to go to the hospital, they're going to do the same thing. And wow. Pretty much marking the beast. This is the way I would yeah, yeah. But well, scary you know, thing. Yeah. I, I have a thing with uh I have a thing with, you know, health care and, and uh welfare and uh you know, all these people on subsidy, food stamps, you name it. Now, people are I see a lot of people that are really happy, hey, I just got my apartment paid for, they're paying a thousand dollars a month, they've relocated me to this area of this apartment community. What they don't realize is this is another way to track people. They're all being centralized in certain areas throughout our states, and you can view this. You can go into, uh, you know, welfare, and you can see where these uh, subsidized places are. Uh, we have several many communities throughout Oregon, but they're all strategically planned in different areas of the state, and they're in large communities. You know, development projects of anywhere from 150 to 500 apartments. Uh, mm. no, units. No, you know, I should tell you that there are people that are on government assistance that still have jobs up here, and then they work what they can, and they still don't make enough to to survive. Yeah. There's people that work at Walmart for 35 hours a week and still need government government assistance. Yeah, so. yeah the, the high cost of living today. Yeah, so I, I don't want to be drawing lines of saying people that are on welfare and stuff, because some, some people actually need it. And here it's a lot harder to get. I don't know how it is there, but yeah, it is um, here. there no, are always people is, that abuse it. What I was saying was people are being centralized and being conveniently relocated to certain areas. Well, that's, uh, that's happened up here for a long time in the, the low-rent housing. Yeah, it's another yeah. way for the government to track you, too. But, mm-hmm. I mean... How convenient for them. Hey, we got eight grids. We got 20 grids. And we have all these people here, here, and here. They're already convenient being stashed in a certain area. Ask yourself, what would be the purpose of that? Um, and, again, it's for control. And control is a major issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's, it's really alarming and disturbing to see it. And we're going to see more and more pretty soon. Um I don't know. I know one thing that's different. I've been wondering, why have we not seen a lot of these communities developed on the water and the rivers and so on? And I think the reason is the government wants easy access, and they want these people to be on land-bearing-type properties so they can keep the rivers open for whatever they're going to be using. 
No, you know, it's kind of what they did with the Indians. I'm just saying. They took them off fertile lands and put them on unfertile lands and wondered why they couldn't survive. Yes, you know, they, did. they They were moving in the middle of winter, a lot of them, you know, or just, just towards the end. Sometimes even before they were harvesting crops so that then they took, you know, the government took all the crops. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's centralizing people and... and mm-hmm. and you know, right. if you go back in, in history at, at, and truly look at what happened to the Indians, um, and it, it wasn't just one tribe, it was many tribes. They were basically um, different people. You know, I mean, people usually think of them Indian as though they're one, but there were many different um, types of people, you know, different groups, um, basically different cultures. And, you know, some were completely wiped out. They are no longer around today, you know. And there's others, you know, there's basically, uh, you know, that their culture and heritage is completely gone. And maybe the people exist in the... Some people, uh, you know, know they're Indian, but they they don't know what kind. <laughs> you right. know, just like that little shadow of who they were. Yeah, yeah. Angel's one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I, I just want to say for those that are tuning in, uh, we'll be tuning in. This is the Hot Zone that is powered by Beyond the Edge of Reality Radio and also the Paranormal Herald. And, uh, Darlene, I'll let you comment a little bit about the Paranormal Herald as it's a brand-new uh, webpage. Yeah, it's a brand-new uh, online magazine we're working on, and we're just kind of getting it set up right now. So we figure the launch will be in uh, sometime in the summertime. We're hoping uh, for around the first week of June, but we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, we're, we'll be reporting on anything um, in the paranormal. It's a free online magazine. So it is going to be a free online magazine that you can basically go to the website and view the information, and um, and that's that's awesome. Um, you know, I just want to say that you know, I just want to say thanks to the people that have tuned in out there and really, really supporting what we do. I mean, the web the web page, the Paranormal Herald web page itself, has pretty much went viral from last night today, and we're just really proud of that. Uh, these are good people in the paranormal field that we stand behind, that we endorse, and that we communicate with, you know, on an average daily basis. And, and uh, we can't express our thanks any more than, than what we have out there. I know there's, you know, out of over 600 hits today, I can't possibly get to everybody. It would take me a, a while, but I will be liking their stuff and, and, and communicating with them. and Yeah, we'll, them. we'll make rounds. <laughs> yeah, It'll take us a little bit, but yeah. And, and explain that drawing. We're having a drawing for this magazine that you set up. And uh, the idea must have came to you, and you just said, okay, we're going to do it. And, and let's talk about this drawing that, that you're holding right now and what it resembles. Yeah, they're, they're actually um, paper mache skulls from my art studio. And... Um, there, I have five of them that we're raffling off. So if anybody wants to share the the post, um, that's how you get an entry in there. For each share that you do, you get one entry. So we've got several already. So the more you share, the the more chances you have for the raffle. And we'll be uh, drawing that on April 1st, which is April Fool's Day. But uh, we're not fooling. 
Nah, we're not going. We're uh, we're, <laughs> we're out there, and it will get yeah. out there. Uh, I know Farmability wrote for the Paranormal, which was a blog that was out there, and I do believe that when this magazine kicks out, and I think it'll receive more hits and more likes than even the Paranormal blog. That was a very good blog, and we had some outstanding articles in there that gained national attention, and um, so I'm really looking forward to just hearing and seeing more you know, uh, of the Paranormal Herald and, and uh, hearing about other people's adventures or stories uh, and so forth. So with that said, you know... Uh, yeah, well, you hear the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> well, good, and it's all about networking. That's right. That's right. That's I think right. you got Matt, Matt online there. <laughs> well, Matt. Yeah. Hello, Matt. Yeah, you're right. You it's all about networking. You're right. Networking uh, for, is a For anybody who doesn't know, this is uh, Matt Bell, and uh, he's a firefighter, and uh, you know somebody we talk to quite a lot privately. He's been great support. Well, let's just talk to... a little bit about conspiracy theories and what he feels. And uh, Matt, what what do you know about conspiracy theories, and what's your belief on new world government or? How our government's acting today? What's some of your uh, beliefs as to what you're seeing out there? Well, um, you know, I was listening in earlier prior to calling in, and when I heard you guys talking about the different FEMA camps, yeah, like that. Yep, the FEMA camps, which um, have neither been confirmed nor denied by the government, but if you look at history, okay, we have had, you know, Indian reservations where we did a mass exodus of the Indians and said, this is where you will live, period. Yep. Then during, then yeah. during World War II, we did the internment camps like that, where we rounded up people of different ethnicity, and send them to these camps. That's right. So, so for people to sit there and go, oh, our federal government would never do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you better make yourself a double shot of espresso because um, not only would they do it, they have done it. Okay? Okay. So, you know, sitting there saying, oh, they'd never do that. Uh, they've already done it. We just don't have the proof that they're doing it again. <laughs> but, you know, if you keep that in the back of your mind that this is a possibility, then you start seeing those patterns, you you know how to at least uh, rally people to, to fight it. I do think that, you know, eventually people do stand up against tyranny, you know, and, and that's happened uh, off and on throughout history, so... But uh, I, think, I think we're heading there. I think, I think right now, as far as, you know, the state of the world and where the U.S. fits in it and everything, I think, one, spend more focus on our own damn backyard and quit trying to police everybody else's countries. Yep, yep. I agree. And and two, 
there's going to be some awfully pissed off Americans if stuff keeps going the way it's going. And there is going to be a revolt. Revolution, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but the way it's going, yeah. I can see the I can see the changes and you know what's going on out there too. And I'll tell you what, when when the new world order is here, I'm I'm going to my bunker and that'll be it. You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> you know, you, you have a bunker. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I wouldn't that's, doubt it. That's one of the good things about living where I do. Mm-hmm. Is I'm so far away from a major U.S. city. There you go. But on the downside, I'm also only fifteen, like fifteen mile drive from Fort Drum. Oh, which is the most readily deployed, aren't most readily deployed installation in the U.S. Army. So you know, and I'm not by a, I'm not by a major U.S. city, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's one thing. I just thought I'm not involved in the military right now. I'll tell you what. I, I don't think I'd be happy. You know, too much craziness going on out there. You can't. You know who you trust. You, you can't trust the government on what they're telling people. I mean, uh, that's not the war is over, but yet your base is surrounded. I mean, you know, give me a break. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll send you out there to do something knowing that you're not coming back, and they won't send support for you. I've seen this happen to many people out there now, and it's frustrating. Um, you got to wonder who's who's giving them orders. Yeah, we know about the president. We're going to see some staff, the secretary of state, and so on. We know all that. But you got to understand that there are powers to be that whoever these people are, it's certainly even more advanced than the higher government itself, from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Just never know anymore. You don't know, and you just need to be aware and be prepared that, you know, there's changes coming. Uh, yeah, well, how many secret meetings are they doing that they're passing laws? And, uh, yeah. you know, that the people don't have any knowledge of, never mind yeah. any right to be able to vote against it. Right. Well, uh, several governments lied to us in the beginning, you know, no, oh, oh, Area 51 don't exist, aliens don't exist, this and that, but yet they had an entire mm-hmm. department dedicated to alienology. I'm like, are you UFOlogy? And I'm like, well, if they don't exist, why are you spending billions of dollars on research? And what's in Area 52 now? <laughs> yeah, there well, is an Area 52. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like we just just recently we did a major um, highway renovation here off I-81 to build a direct access route from the interstate directly to the military base. Wow. Okay. So so they did that, and then they came out and said, 
something along the lines that the Department of Defense is thinking of putting in a missile defense system here. So, you know, in the case... In the case of a nuclear attack or something, we have a missile defense system that will protect the eastern United States. Wow. That that right there, okay, coming from somebody who was in the military and who did hold a top-secret security clearance, you know what that means, don't you? It means we built the road, we moved the stuff in, It's been in place for at least six months to a year. And, oh, yeah, now that somebody sat there and asked questions of, what was that big-ass truck going down the road the other day? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, we're we're thinking of putting it in. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, you you don't really think, honest to God, people that, we're paying ten thousand dollars for a roll of toilet paper, do you? I mean, we don't pay, you know, twenty thousand dollars for the That's for an Independence Day quote. Mm-hmm. I guess it was, but I'm just saying it, it, it's true. By God, it's the truth. It is. Yeah. I mean, and it's not hard box. It's not even that dollars. fluffy kind either. You know, our taxpayers' dollars goes to this type of stuff. You well, shouldn't, shouldn't there be a missile defense installation for the East Coast? So, seriously, there is. I mean, yeah, it there seems is. to me that hey, there should be one on the West Coast as well. There, <laughs> I'll just there give is. I'll just give a little heads up. If NORAD, we can track a fly out a mile and a half out at sea. So why the hell <laughs> would we not be able to? Uh, why would? And that's another quote, by the way. But you can you can take that quote to the bank. I've been there. I've seen it. Wow. I know what the military has. Um, we got Russian, Russian. Yeah, we do. We got a couple of Russian ships that are in the naval fleet as well. How do you like that? Uh, but we have uh, submarines that can track any missile anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the seaboard, anywhere. So why are we building, you know, uh, missile defenses for the eastern part of the United States when they've been in place for decades? It's 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 um you gotta wonder you know what in the world's really going on out there. Aliens. <laughs> the yeah. That's just the best conspiracy story I've ever seen. I'm just saying. I agree with you, darling. Uh, are aliens coming down? That's another question. You know, a lady asked me yesterday. Do you think aliens walk amongst us? And I said, Well, we have about fifty-five thousand illegal aliens here in the United States. You're an alien. I don't think that's what you meant. You said aliens. Just saying. Speaking of illegal aliens, I've got the whole solution to it. We need to respect their wishes. The ones that are coming from Mexico are coming into the country trying to go north. We respect their wishes and we deport their asses to Canada, and the ones coming in from Canada are trying to go south. We respect their wishes and deport them to Mexico. Everybody's happy. 
Well, I got an idea. Why don't we take the people that are illegal and put them in FEMA camps? I mean, uh, why are we having so many laws to protect what the United States call innocents? Well, these aren't innocents. They're lawbreakers. Every and each and every one of them that come across illegally, they do nothing but disrupt the social structure of the United States. Okay? They break down welfare. They break down Social Security. I mean... They're using people's IDs, their social security numbers. They are lawbreakers. Mm. Now, I'm not saying each and every one of them does this, but uh, if they're illegal and they're working, making money, either through private sectors or companies or doing agricultural farm work, it doesn't matter. They're not legally entitled to be able to work or earn a money discipline within the system. But yeah, our government is relying more and more, you know, on these people, and you got to ask yourself why. What do they push for this? What, what? How is this benefiting us? And again, it's part of the social structure base that I believe that our government wants it to collapse. Once the social structure collapses, everything else falls as well, from the stock exchange to our monetary system in general. It's yeah, what, that starts with religion how, too. It's all part of this uh, this conspiracy, and, and uh, it all ties in with, with many things. And again, now, uh, since we're on the conspiracy show here, I'm just bringing live updates. Uh, just, we, we have another live update continuing of Governor Chris Hopper. Um, and uh, boy, that's interesting. It's on Channel 2 News here, breaking live as we speak now. But I'm sure they're probably saying it was a conspiracy against Kiss Hopper. But uh, <laughs> I, I sincerely doubt that. But, uh, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, so now we're looking <laughs> for the governor. Where is the governor who's in the colony? but where is the governor? You see, if you can't find the governor, you can't legally step down to find the man. Um, yeah, he signs off on documents. Well, the fact that he's hiding should tell people something, though. Yeah. I mean, why not come forward and and give a statement if he's not guilty of anything? Why would you? Well, again, when you spend the light on him. Well, he's most likely <laughs> taking the Fifth Amendment, you know, and, and uh, again, that's a right that everybody has, and and uh, I highly recommend, you know, yep. that you know. Uh, I use that jokingly, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, <laughs> honestly, if you're going to save yourself in the public arena, which you, you're voted in, that's basically where you're going to be voted again too. If to you know continue, um, yeah, you yeah. think well, that he would come forward. So, Chopper says it's a conspiracy, and I do quote that. He he, by, he said that he was tried, convicted, and charged in, in social media. Um. You know, I, 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 I kind of agree to a point. He was, he was. Well, here's the thing, and you and me know this. That's where you fight the battle. Then you come out in social media to say something contrary to what's being exactly. said. Exactly. Well, that's not the part. That's not his side. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to come out, you know, in well, the media. And, of course not. Uh, God forbid if somebody like actually has an explanation that makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> If I was an immediate being just crucified like that, oh, good grief, they're sworn in that, 
bisexual, brown, whatever the name is. So I know what this is going to do for gay rights in Portland. They say keep Portland weird, but I do believe that she's been a leader and a frontier for gay rights. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll talk a little bit about that. Why the uh, chastise for it? Probably, but I don't believe gay rights should be special rights. Uh, they, well, they why, here's the thing. You know, I understand. Why not just say human rights? What is it? Gay rights. Exactly, because it, you know what I mean. Off, yeah. If somebody wants a civil union, great. That's their business. But when you when you argue for one side like that, mm-hmm. it just seems a little odd to me. I don't know. Well, it, it it defines a lot of different things. Like gays believe there are a lot of people that are straight that. Heterosexual people that do believe that gays can't raise a functioning family, uh, and I have some mm-hmm. concerns there. I mean, uh, if everybody, you have a daughter, if you everybody have a daughter deserves that, the right to be happy. I do believe that as well too. Uh, I, I believe that everybody has a right to their own happiness, uh, as long as they don't, you know, try to force their beliefs onto others. And, and I've been yeah. real careful about that. I, I don't do that. I don't try to force my belief on anybody. Everybody has their own beliefs and rights. Um, I'm more in tune to believing that we as the people have a right to our our own happiness within our own homes. And, yeah, I'm all for that, 100%. To each their own, you know, uh, I I will say this, though. I go out and eat, okay, and I see some man just necking the crap out of another man, and I'm there with my daughter. I feel a little strange about it. There's no doubt about it. But that's not going to have any difference on whether people get married or not, though. That's just somebody being inappropriate. I'm going to say for the record here, and yeah, it might be a damn shocker, but here's the deal. I believe that marriage is for one, one woman, one man, not one man, one man, and one woman, and one woman. I just believe that a marriage is sacred between male and female. I mean, if you're going but see, but that's your belief. Eat, you know what I'm saying? That, and, yeah, and so if you weren't pushing your belief on everybody else, you know, <laughs> I I agree with you. At the same time, people are going to have their own belief system. And, and that's fine. I welcome all beliefs on our show that I always have and always will. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's entitled to their own happiness, and I'm absolutely good with that. Um, and you see... If I didn't allow uh, my beliefs to be heard in other people's, then I'd be the same way that atheists seem to believe. And they believe that you should only believe how they believe or perceive things. And that's the mm-hmm. way it should be. Anybody else's Well, wrong. let's face it, that that group is actually going against gays by being so outrageous. I mean, I saw a picture. I kid you not. There's a picture of the the head of this fake Satanist church who has his private parts on a because uh, he was uh, supposed to be picketing or you know yeah um, fighting the West Barrel Church or something anyway he he laid his genitals on the a gravestone and took pictures <laughs> it's out there publicly I mean come on really and then they there was two guys kissing and being totally inappropriate over top of it, you know, and it, obviously the public display of that nature is going to be shocking and not wanted. So what is he really doing? He's really hurting people that are gay that would want to have those civil unions. 
he's hurting, he's hurting Christian religions because he's saying, well, this is our, you know, our right to practice our religion doing this at this graveyard, which is ridiculous, because he's yeah. not really doing the practice in a religion. He's annoying people and putting everybody down. It's not the right. same thing. He's, he's mocking, and, and right, right. He ruled it unacceptable, and that I, I don't endorse it, and I won't. Yeah. I absolutely can't. It, it's the thing that we're seeing more and more. Um, it really shows you what kind of person this guy is that he would go that far. I mean, really, it's absolutely, absolutely cheesy. Right. It's it's ah. <laughs> you know he's nothing more than a thug. You know, on the internet and otherwise. <laughs> I've got an internet call. You know. So, um, yeah. So what else are we talking about, Angel, on, on this? I've got to let you guys go. I've got an incoming call. Okay. All right. Illuminati? Yep. Letters. All right. All right. Illuminati? Uh-huh. You know, we have a new key. I mean, yeah, you know, there's a lot to be said. I could go on and on and on about them. Um, I mean, this is from ancient history. The Illuminati has existed long, long ago. There's no question about that. You know, um, I want to talk a little bit about the Freemasons, just briefly, not really. I'm kind of just kind of bouncing around a little bit, but the Freemasons really have a history. uh, You know, there's different things I read, um, what nationality they were and whether they were actually for the Christians the Christian church or against it. You know, there's some reports that they were actually Jewish. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering. Glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, it's just different websites that say different things. And, you know, it's, when you're looking into conspiracy theories, there's all kinds of them. <laughs> oh, there is. There absolutely is. You know, I, I wonder myself, <clears throat> we got, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this. And don't care. Uh, but our federal government, <clears throat> our military, has got uh, weaponry of lasers that you can't, can't even begin to understand them that can take out buildings, uh, motorized vehicles. I've seen it in use. I've seen mm-hmm. these lasers in use. They're amazing. They light up, they heat up the entire subject. And within you know fifteen minutes is gone, pow, just gone. Never seen anything like it. But yet we're trying to battle <clears throat> terrorist groups and all that. Why are we not using the sophistication that the United States have? Why are they holding back using this and they're using the expense of soldiers and people's lives? Why is that? You think? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I know why. It's crowd control. They want. It's just another form of control. So they want the casualties, basically. Well, they want to know especially down on the, the other side. They want to narrow down the population, and mm-hmm. and what a better what better way than than war? I well, mean, you certainly weaken the me- the enemy if you take out the population, especially yeah. when they're soldiers. You weaken the population, but you also break down the infrastructure of, the, of yeah. like, let's yeah. say, the United States. You break it down yeah, monetarily. Sure. You know, you use you use fear as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. all a win-win scenario if that's the actual hidden agenda that they're trying to accomplish for whatever reasons. Mm, um, but it's also I mean, evil. Well, it's just like 
it's just like oil. We have cars now that can run on hydrogen, water, okay? But it's They'll bring these vehicles out there. In fact, there's been a couple of people that were top-notch in, uh, engineers and inventors, scientists. One of them was from the Philippines, who my wife actually knew, by the way. And that man was killed. He was trying to sell his patent, and he was a week later he was found dead. He was stabbed to death. Um, the huge corporation... That's the theory behind the Malaysian air flight, too, and being taken out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, the conspiracy theory there. So. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, uh, there's so many things going on that we don't even comprehend because we can't see it all. Mm. It's happening daily, mm. by the hour, by the minute, as we speak, weekly, monthly, you name it. Um, it's it's really concerning, and it just makes you wonder, what do you do? What can you do but conform to what they're trying to get you to do? Or you pay attention, you stay informed, uh, yeah. you know, and you, you basically talk to other people, that, you know, because uh, that communication is a big part of it, and that's what will rally people that, to stand up against it. It's when it's yeah. separated and you cut down that communication. You know, right now they control so much of the media. If they get control yeah. of the Internet, we're in trouble because it's, it's probably the freest source of communication right now. Well, what happens when people form their own, like, they, well, the government calls them militias. Uh, but let's say you and I and all our support followers from beyond the edge of reality get together in a compound, and now we're living as our own entity and, and so forth, okay? What happens is the federal government's going to come in and say, hey, these guys can gain power, they can be heard, they have a voice, so we're going to end it. Look at Waco. What happened there? The government went in there and all hell broke loose. People died. Many people. Uh, I mean, it's proven fact. You know, mm-hmm. it's really alarming. I mean, it happened right here in, in, in Oregon, uh, but the, the, the cattle ranchers stood their ground. I mean, they were trying to close down these people, and, and they stood their ground. They're like, no way in hell. I'm going to let anybody come in our property. And they held their ground. They got together with all the other cattle ranchers. And yeah. send them away. And yeah. that's searchable by Google. That's not something we're making up on the air. Right. So, right. you know, it, it made national news and, and uh, that area. I'm real familiar with that area. And it was, the area was formerly uh, the Rajneesh Brahm uh, temple thing that they had going on there was another type of Waco there with them guys. And, and they were pretty, you know, pretty crafty there. They, they were pretty pretty crappy, and, and uh, yeah, I was glad to see them gone. But that was in the south southeastern part of Oregon, southern Oregon, eastern Oregon, and so on, you know. So so we have seen a lot of these types of places form, but they don't last long. The government always has their hand in it. They're always saying they're evil or they're doing bad things, and, and you know, you got to wonder uh, if they really are or if the government just doesn't want any one source of power other than their own. I mean, look at the power that the IRS has in every single state. If you owe $100 in taxes, they can literally, I mean, they're home and take whatever they want to pay that debt. But at the same time, they're giving huge corporations billions of dollars in taxable credit where they don't even have to pay a dime back to the IRS. 
Why? Because the general population or, or the people is, is forking over that bill through their sweat and their hard work. And yet the government, they don't care. It's not coming from them. It's coming from us, we the people. And that is disturbing. That's another socially economic way to break down the population and its people. And that's a proof-proven uh, thing that's happening all the time now. Um, you've got government people out there, you know, state from the State Department to the federal level that are proposing more taxes and more taxes daily uh, where the rich don't get affected, but the poor do. Pretty soon we will not even be able to afford to live in our homes. We won't be able to have the things we have. You know, we'll be socially and monetarily dependent upon the federal government or whatever we can get to survive as people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, yeah, people, you know, I'm hoping this is a wake-up call for people that they pay attention to what's being said today and and uh, I'd like to hear more. You know, and for those that are tuning in, this is the, uh, the hot zone. Uh, it's a conspiracy show, and, and we don't do it all the time, but uh, it's live, and, and we're speaking as we speak now. Uh, Darling, back to you. I know you probably have a few more things to share, and, and uh, we'll welcome this. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like Keep changing the, the subject there. Let's go forward, Disney. I don't know if I've made a lot of sense today. I just kind of had some things to share, and Yes, yes, yes. Kind of break some things open there and, and some concerns of what I've seen and what's going on a little bit. And, you know, we'll do another uh, hot zone soon. Uh, I really like talking about the different things that are happening and, and, and so forth. And, you know, people need to kind of expand and gain a, a wider knowledge. Uh, be careful of their surroundings. Pay attention to who's monitoring you, who's watching you, who's labeling you. Well, you don't have to be paranoid or anything. Just be, you know, aware. Yeah, that's yeah, always Awareness is the key. You know, I'm not saying, you know, go out and build your bunker today, but be prepared. <laughs> you know, Most of us have. don't have a bunker, Evan. <laughs> well, you know, just kind of be aware of what's going on and be be prepared to be able to move at a second's notice someplace to seek shelter. Mm -hmm. I always recommend if anything ever jumps down that you get to high country, desert, mountains, that sort of thing. Um, The closer away from the city you are, the safer you'll be for the time being, and that's that. And that's the case in any kind of natural disaster or a flood or a hurricane, whatever, what have you. Preparedness is the key. And, you know, I can't stress that. There are people that if something happened, they would starve to death by next Friday. They don't have food in their house. They don't have supplies in their car. They don't have closets full of stuff. They don't have weapons to protect themselves. I think everybody should mm-hmm. quite. Uh, they should have some kind of a protection system, um, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, it doesn't hurt to throw a security camera up there once in a while. That's face. the other thing, that taking away the right to bear arms. Way, you know, that's uh, right. very important. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. You're right. Great point. And the whole reason was so that um, they, they would not be subject to tyranny of, you know, 
to be taken over in that manner. So to be able to protect your home is very important. Exactly. They want you. They want you not to have guns. They don't want you to have weapons to protect. (laughs) I mean, they want to take it away. That's why the NRA or National Rifle Association has been adamantly strong and in full force to protect our rights, to bear arms, to be able to defend ourselves, that sort of thing. Um, you got to love that organization. I support it wholeheartedly. I think without the NRA, we would already have lost our rights to bear arms throughout the United States. And tougher and tougher gun control laws are being in place. problem is I've seen gun control laws are that, one, the average citizen uh, is being forced to lose their gun control privileges, but criminals don't follow the law. So you have your criminals yeah. being armed, and the American people in the United States are being not disarmed. being able to protect their yeah. own home fronts. And that, again, is a problem. And you have to ask yourself, why is the federal government wanting tougher gun control? They're saying guns are major leading causes for people's deaths, that people are killing people, that guns are killing mm, people. That's, that can't be, the, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. I've never seen a gun kill anybody. It's a person that mm. grabbed the gun, that pulled the trigger, that shot the person. People mm. kill people, not guns. And yeah. people don't understand what I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. guy, my gosh, you don't sit your gun in a closet and it walks down, stirs down three flights of tears and decides to go shoot somebody. It, well, yeah. If that happens, we're all in trouble, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's the problem. Now, there are a lot of cities and so forth around the country that, you know, they actually allow you to. Uh, wear guns on your belt or in the holster. They, they, there are a few cities that do recommend. Uh, I know my father lived in Crawfordville near Tallahassee, Florida, a retirement uh, community, the whole entire town. And by gosh, one of their models were, you know, we are armed. And, you know, yeah. property and crime rates were down next to nothing. I mean, they didn't live very long. They didn't have the Well, here, you, you, you go knocking on somebody's door and walk through the door. You know, when you're not invited, you can get shot and killed, and the homeowners well, so, in the right to do so. Some years ago, we had somebody walk into my apartment. He was tanked up on uh, methamphetamines, mm-hmm. and he was a big guy. Um, we were all asleep. I was in my bed. He got the wrong apartment, but he was all tweaked out, couldn't talk, and acted not violent, but we didn't know. When he met Smith right. and Weston... He stopped cold in his tracks, laid down on the ground, and sobered up really freaking fast. If we did not have that, we would not have been able to protect our house. And who knows what this crazy fool would have did. Yeah. And that's another yeah. thing. I should never left the house all open, but we used to be able to do that. We used to be able to unlock our doors, leave our windows open, and leave the house. And nobody bothered us. But now society is going crazy. Um, you know. See, you know, people always do that around here, but to me, you know, I've seen the other side of it. It's, it's never been safe, and I think it depends on what you know, what you're yep. supposed to. <laughs> exactly. But, um, you know, I think people sometimes have that false sense of uh, safety that isn't really there. Exactly. But look, you know, um, 
again, we're keeping the show somewhat short today, and, and uh, you know, I just want to say thanks for hosting the show, Darlene and Angel, and for letting us, you know, spill off a little bit here about some things that we feel and kind of getting that out in the open and bringing us some forth today. And, um, you know, for those that are tuning in late, we'll be ending the session here momentarily, but uh, we just want to say thanks for listening and supporting Beyond the Edge Reality Radio and for tuning in and so forth. And the archive link will be up soon. And um, with that said, you know, again, I just want to thank all our viewers, our support staff, I uh, thank uh, Matt Bell for calling in for everybody listening. And uh, I think we should probably just go ahead and end the show. Well, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw somebody out there since you were talking about doing this. Um, okay. So people know my my husband Brian works very very hard. Uh, he he has the intros to the shows and he does uh, he does quite a lot as far as the, the website and updating that. So. You give him a shout out and all the hard work yes. he's been doing. Yes, and, I, and again, I'm glad Darling brought this up because I do leave people out when I don't think properly. <laughs> he's getting tired. Uh, yeah, you know, about an hour, 25 hours, 30 minutes is good for me, you know. And, uh, but, you know, Brian has been exceptional at what he's doing for our websites, and he works hard. Um, and and uh, a lot of people. You need to know who Brian is. He, he uh, has just been a good friend to me and puts up with my phone calls to you late at night. And yeah, he calls me five o'clock in the morning, and my husband's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's a great guy. I really like Brian. I actually get along with Brian pretty well, um, and uh, I wish he was here closer to me. As um, yeah, well, you'd both choke me then. I I don't think that'd be good. It might be. It might be, because I, I could get with Brian and say, you don't need to kick the shit out of him. He'd be like, okay, <laughs> and that would be done. Yeah, don't even go there. <laughs> I do want to say that uh, he's out, along with Darlene, with the, the group that we have. It's Gifted Paranormal, and it's on Facebook. They have done exceptionally well with the banners and just helping out with everything. And I want to thank Thank them for that. You're welcome. I think Matt does the most there. (laughs) He really watches over things pretty well, so we're lucky to have him in that group, too. That's really cool, too. I really appreciate his work, too, and appreciate everybody, actually, what they do. And, you know, I'm really excited about the magazine, the Paranormal Herald coming out, and and all things to come from Beyond the Edge of Reality. And I just want to say thanks for, you know, uh, sticking with us, everybody, and encouraging us to continue and uh, and grow and do and and you know in doing in in doing what we do, what I like to say best. We work very hard at it. We have worked for many years. We've been on the radio, and beyond the edge of reality, we'll continue and uh, <laughs> the up and coming shows and everything. And uh, yeah. with that, you know, I just want to say good night. You know, happy conspiracy, guys. You know, it's happening out there. <laughs> we talked about and things like that, and and uh, there'll be more. We'll do another hot zone because I do like these shows, and I think today was a good show, and we had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on the show talking about different things, and, you know, my take on some things, and you know, and by gosh, if I'm wrong on some things, yeah, so state it. Let me know. You know, let me know what what you feel about what we've talked about, and 
you know, if you have any good conspiracies or whatever, you know, we got a conspiracy page website, uh, Facebook page there, the hot zone that you can go to and post your stuff there, or your links, or if you want anything, any information on stuff, we'll have to look it up for you. Or yeah, you just go on mine or Evan's Facebook, and you can look at our groups, and you'll see a, a bunch of them there. <laughs> so he has many, many beyond the edge of reality uh, um, groups yeah. for That's different subjects. So. People's blocking websites, but. With that said, again, thanks a lot, everybody. This was the Hot Zone on the BTR Radio Network. And I'm Evan Jensen. With us was Darlene Watts and Angel Martin and Matt Bell. With that, good night, everybody. Good night, night everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.